Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. And we return to Our American Stories. And up next, an incredible story from John O'Neill at the National Museum of the Mighty 8th Air Force in Pooler, Georgia, outside of Savannah. In 1943, John's father, John J. O'Neill Jr., served as a tail and waist gunner on an experimental B-17 that became the first American plane to bomb Berlin. All by some extraordinary chance. Here's John with a story. In 1943, the United States Air Force had one problem. Weather was hampering operations. The British came over and said, look it, we need the real hardware, guns, boats, ammunition. We have some secrets that we're willing to trade for those. One of them was radar. The United States was so far behind in radar, the British were so far ahead. So when Roosevelt heard that, he said, give them what they want, we want their information because the Germans had radar. They knew when bombers were coming over and where they were crossing. So MIT, 
3,000 scientists took this information and built the first operational United States radar sets to be put in specially equipped B-17s, all top secret. They could literally do navigation and bomb through overcast. My father's friend, Major Fred Rabo, was tasked with bringing these 12 B-17s from Boston, what's now Logan Airport, with the first radar sets in them. So they brought those over in 1943 and they formed a bomb group called the 482nd Bomb Group out of Alconbury. They took crews from every one of the bomb groups and they trained them how to use radar. The very best navigators, the very best pilots, the very best crews were tasked with this. So the first operational radar mission, so these guys would get up the night before, they were told, you're gonna lead the 100th Bomb Group. So these special planes would fly the night before to a base, park there, the next day, they would work with the lead ship who was doing dead reckoning navigation and provide them radar fixes. So nobody knew, they couldn't name their planes. Most did, you know, the guys would take a lot of pride in putting their nose art on. But there were these contraptions sticking out from underneath the plane, either under the nose if it was an H2S set or underneath the ball turret or underneath the front of the nose if it was an H2X Mickey set. Very top secret and they were called the Pathfinders. The 8th Air Force Pathfinders. My father's patch on his jacket is of a lightning bug with the light on the tail lit up holding a bomb. So it was basically that the lightning bug would light the target and when they were over it, they would drop the bomb. So all the different four squadron patches had very similar type. Either it was an eagle holding a bomb with a, with a flashlight, but they were called the Pathfinders. We wanted to reach Berlin going back to November of 43. And there were attempts to reach it, because remember now we had the long range P-51. They also um, thought it was a great target of morale boost. Because remember, we hadn't landed on the beaches of Normandy yet. So they wanted to send a message that Hitler's capital could be reached. So they tried six times, starting in November of 1943, and each one of those missions was scrubbed. Fast forward, March 4th, my father's ship is sent to the 95th Bomb Group the night before at Horem. They were gonna lead the 13th Combat Wing to Berlin. Maximum effort mission. 750 B-17 and B-24 bombers are to leave for Berlin. Fighter escort all the way to the target and back. The target is the Bosch Electrical Components Factory in Mainklingkau, a suburb of Berlin just on the southeast. They're gonna hit that target because they make the fuel injection systems for the Hinkle bomber and the Luftwaffe Messerschmitt and also the Focke Wolf 190. They get up that day, they pull the curtain for the briefing and they see the map of Europe and they see the string which would take them to the target. Everybody sees Berlin. My, my father's waist gunner, a guy named Beans, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, leans to my father and goes, well, we're dead. Make sure you get everything to my parents back in Pittsburgh. <laughs> and now, of course, Beans would say that if they were going on a training mission. Yeah. He was like the Eeyore of the crew. So every time they were to go anywhere, but he says, no, this time I really mean it. They called my father Oni after O'Neill. It was like his short name, Oni. They all had shortened names. The, the other waist gunner was Hoppy. The, uh, the, the top turret gunner, his name was Don White. It was Whitey. So they all had these names. So uh, Moffat was the ball turret gunner. So. Bean says, we're not gonna come back from this. We're not gonna come back from this. They take off for Berlin, maximum effort. The entire Eighth Air Force is going. Weather's real bad. Delayed in takeoff. 
I mean, we could talk about formation flying and how, how long it took. Imagine 750 planes trying to get in formation with no anti-collision radar on their ships. It was all by sight. You'd get into clouds, you couldn't see. There were so many collisions. And when you collide two B-17s or two B-24s together with 2,000 gallons of high-octane aviation fuel, 7,000 rounds of 50 caliber ammunition, and a 12,000 pound bomb load, they would just <laughs> explode and bodies would just never be recovered. So anyway, they get over the continent, there's a radio recall issued. Weather, target obscured, too much weather, return to base. My father said we had gotten a really good position in the formation. We were in the middle of the 750 bomber streams. So there were squadrons in front, squadrons in back, and this whole armada is headed to Berlin. They're in the middle. Why the middle was important or why it was considered safer? The Luftwaffe would come up and try to wipe out the lead squadrons in front then they would have to go down and refuel. So the front squadrons usually took the brunt and then the tail end squadrons, the low squadrons would take the brunt. All of a sudden they start seeing these B-17s turning around. My father's uh, lieutenant gets on the radio, he's the pathfinder ship, he's giving the course corrections. He says, sir, uh, uh, radio recall, you know, maintain radio silence. We will continue that the target is briefed. That was it. And then crew, crew conversations were, has the colonel gone mad? So he's a 95th colonel. Anyway, long story short, the mission commander, Griff Mumford's plane, was using dead reckoning. They were drifting further and further off course. So they weren't taking the fixes that the radar ship was giving them. So finally they get on the radio and said, if you do not allow us to course correct, you're 49 miles off course right now. We're not gonna have enough fuel. We're not gonna hit the target and we're not gonna get home. So at that point, Mumford says, take the lead. So of the 750 bomber stream, 39 bombers continued to the target. It was the charge of the light brigade. They get to the target, the 51s are there, including Chuck Yeager, who had his first shoot down that day. If the P-51s weren't there, 39 ships would have gone down, wiped out, no doubt about it. They get to the target. The colonel wanted to be the first one to bomb Berlin. It was a huge prestige thing going back to the States. He says, back off to the deputy lead position. So he begins to back off. The colonel gets on the IP or the final bomb run. Can't open his bomb bay doors. They're frozen shut. Bad weather. He says, take the lead. We'll bomb on the Pathfinder. They bomb, they shoot a flare, open the bomb bays. My father's crew is the first United States Army Air Force B-17 to reach, gets credited. They thought for sure that he was either going to get the Silver Star or court-martialed for disobeying a uh, radio recall order. Their explanation was that their radio man on the um, I'll Be Around B-17, that was the name of it, who was the, the lead ship, was interpreted as a false radio recall sent up by the Germans. My father's radio operator, who I had the opportunity to talk to, said, that radio recall was as real as they got. That was no thing, because they had special codes they were given before every flight. And he says, I verified that. But they stuck with their, they didn't, they didn't divert. They stuck with them all the way to Berlin. But the P-51 saved them. Four 17s were lost over the target. 35 of the 39 got home. They flew over Horm. They landed. My father's crew went up to Altenbury, which was about another 25 minutes near Cambridge. They got out of the plane. 
exhausted. It was like 12 hours in the air, combat, cold. And um, they were met by one press person. Meanwhile, there was a huge Life magazine, Andy Rooney, Walter Cronkite, all these famous journalists were there at the base at the 95th. They got all the credit in the world of the newspapers, except for one guy from the New York Herald Tribune was at Alkenberry. And he heard the story and he interviewed the crew. They were ordered to meet with this guy after their mission debrief. And he told him the story and he hands him a copy of a teletype. He's typing it out on a special typewriter because it went across a transatlantic cable back to New York and it was kind of in a code. And he hands it to my father's pilot. He says, hold on to this. This is the true story of the mission to Berlin. Because he let him, my, my father's pilot would only talk to them if he was allowed to tell them who the crew was. But the original transatlantic cable was sent to me by my dad's pilot. And he said, hold on to this for history. And I have the original navigation maps that were in the B-17 that Al Engelhart, the, the Mickey operator, had made all the times, the chart courses, how far off target they were, and how they ended up being the first B-17 to bomb Berlin. And a special thanks to Monty for the great job on the production. The story of John O'Neill as told by his son, here on Our American Stories. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm here to tell you about UpFaith and Family, the leading streaming service for uplifting entertainment. It's the only place to stream all seasons of the award-winning series Heartland with exclusive content you won't see anywhere else. Binge all the past seasons and don't miss a season 17 premiere on April 25th and stream a new episode weekly. Dive into the warmth of Heartland and let UpFaith and Family be your go-to service for all things uplifting. Start your free trial today. Go to UpFaithandFamily.com for your free trial. UpFaithandFamily.com.